I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. It's like impossible to make this stuff up. The way that things happen, but to have it validated by the personality of the person that died is just incredible. And that is exactly what happened with Abby today. This week's episode is, and don't take this wrong, it was refreshing because here Abby is this young girl still having all of these amazing milestones to achieve in her life. And she has to do that without her mom. But what I love what her mom did was validate how she handles it with such dignity and grace. And the way that I saw her soul was just, it's like she just needed a little bit more reinforcement from her mom's soul to really validate that through every breath that she takes, her mom will be holding her, watching over her, loving, guiding, and protecting her. It was just so incredible. And you're just going to have to listen to yourself. So I hope you all enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit. And as you listen to these validations, remember, you can't make this stuff up. Have a great day, guys. God bless. Very nice to meet you. Your name is Abby? It is, yes. Nice to meet you. Appreciate you you joining me this morning. I just wanted to say... I feel like I know you and I've known you forever because my family and I are huge fans. We've always watched you. And so I was telling Alex I was nervous, but I feel like I know you. So, See, it's just like two old friends, two old friends catching up on a Zoom. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that. And I appreciate you sharing that with me because I want people to feel comfortable. I mean, this isn't an easy thing. You know, I think people, whether they watch Long Island Medium or even listen to the podcast, this is very hard. I make what I do look easy. And being on the other end, receiving these messages, it is not easy. It's hard. I want people to feel comfortable. I want you to feel at ease. And if we were just like old friends, so. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Mission accomplished. That's right. (laughs) So even though you're familiar with what I do, how I work, I'm just going to give a little quick speech on how I read, because that is my sign to your loved ones that I am ready to work. The number one thing Spirit might have me say to someone is, please let my loved one know that I heard them say goodbye. Nothing was left unsaid. What I've learned over the years is that's common. So the reason why it might just be something as simple, maybe something you said to them in your own personal thoughts or prayers the way that you feel about something or someone, or I love when they bring up an exact conversation that maybe you just had before you came into the Zoom room or last week at the deli. Like it (laughs) validates that, oh, a soul just said to me, not everyone knows what a deli is. That's an East Coast thing. (laughs) Is that true? I don't know. (laughs) I would think so. Yeah. 
That's funny. <laughs> but it, it validates that if they know these things, because there's no way I could know these things, right? It validates that the soul knows and that the soul was with you at that exact moment. And if they know those things, they heard you say goodbye. I wish you, Abby, the most amazing and beautiful messages from your departed loved ones today. Thank you. I don't know what this is. Okay, I'm going to start with the mom that is departed. So uh, a mom can be your mom, could be mother-in-law, grandmother, aunt, and someone that was like a mother to you. It, it's my mom. Your mom steps forward and she's like, where do I begin? There's so many things I got to talk about. I got to talk about the jewelry. I got to talk about this. I got to talk about that. So does that make sense? It does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to start off because she started had had me say jewelry. I'm going to say, did you have kind of a list of like, oh, I wonder if my mom's going to acknowledge a necklace or a ring that I'm wearing? Yes, I do have her wedding ring and her wedding band. Okay. And I have a piece of jewelry myself. I got engaged. So I have my ring. But just so you know about how we have so many things to talk about. Right. Yes. So when like spirit her. shows me milestones, like graduations, weddings, children, it's my symbol for, yes, it could be all of those things that we feel that they missed mm -hmm. out on, but more importantly, that there's so many changes and, or you feel that she will be missing out on these things and saying, I physically won't be there, but my soul will be there. And she, now this is a first for me. Your mom's like, my daughter doesn't talk about anything. Why did she tell you that she was engaged? I wanted to tell you, Teresa, that she was engaged. All of a sudden, she's like, Ralph Cramden, she's a blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That was my mom. That was her personality, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but it's like, she's like, oh, I can't believe this. And that's it, you know. So I asked her to validate it. And she said to me that when you got engaged, Abby, you literally felt your mom's presence. I don't care what it was. I don't care if it was a clear sign, if you felt someone standing behind you, if you smelt something that reminded you of your mom, but you knew in your heart of hearts that your mother's soul was with you the moment that ring was put on your finger. I did. And I, I do feel her quite often. And it is like someone is squeezing the life out of me. It is like I just got the biggest hug I have ever gotten. That's what it feels like. Abby, know that that is real. Know that what you are sensing and feeling is real. And no one else might feel that way. Nobody else might not feel as if they're getting a hug. Everyone communicates with souls differently. The only thing that we have in common is that we lost the same person. Mm-hmm. Your mom says, oh, I absolutely love my future son-in-law. Love, 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 love. This is your mom. And I'm like, she's, I, I want to say, your mom is crazy. Like, I feel like I am going to be so exhausted after this. She is literally like the Energizer Bunny. She's like, like, not nonstop talking. Yes. She, oh, she loved to talk on the phone. She loved to talk to everybody. Yes. <laughs> She could literally just talk about nothing. Because I just yeah. said to her, what did you say? She goes, oh, people would say that to me all the time. I just talk, 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 talk. Yes. <laughs> so no, but I feel like, 
and I said to her, I go, well, I find that interesting. Why do I feel like that there's more to that than, than you just have me say that? She goes, because my daughter always says, I wish I could hear my mom just talk, talk, talk one more time. Yep. She's very dramatic as well. Because yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, wait till I tell you this. And like, oh boy. she's like, her arms are flaring, like her whole, she's like, you're not going to believe this. This was the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh my God, I came to her in a dream. She did. So in my dream, I didn't see her in my dream, but she mm -hmm. told me the day I was getting engaged, what was going to happen, what my ring looked like, what time, everything. She told me it was, it was crazy. And at first I was like, there's no way. But then I was like, my mom is that person that she's going to make sure that she can do everything she can to mm -hmm. tell me a secret, even on the other side. <laughs> this is what I love in this moment, Abby, is because I think a lot of people think that, oh my God, I need to dream of my loved ones. I need to see them. Then I know that they're going to be okay. Right. And what I love what you just shared is because you didn't see your mom in the dream. You just felt it. You heard her. And that's what I love the most because it validates that a, that was real. And more importantly, that that was her soul letting you know that she would never miss out on a milestone. And I love how she validated it with you saying, I felt her there. I felt it. It circles back with this visitation that you had. You felt it. You heard her. You didn't see her, but you felt her. And this happening today is also from your mom. Your mom made me so. feel like that you needed this more than anything. Like, it's almost like she's like, the stars align, Teresa. She's like, she just, it was like, you didn't have to do crazy things to make this happen. Right? Right. It was almost like, oh my God, I happen to be off. Exactly. See? Exactly. So know that your mom's soul, again, was with you at that exact moment. Was there a moment, Abby, where you felt like, I, I don't know if it's like, I feel like when you wake up and you're like, you wake up, either you feel startled, like almost like you takes your breath away, and or did you think you saw like a shadow or saw something or felt something in the room? So yes to both of those. So sometimes when you say it felt like it took my breath away, I've actually been to the doctor because I thought something was wrong with me because I would have these moments where I could not breathe mm -hmm. and I thought I was sick. You know, nothing was wrong with me. We tried everything, every kind of test, everything was fine. And that's when I realized after that, I said, I think this is my mom literally squeezing my breath out of me. Mm -hmm. And I do every now and then it's very rare that I see a shadow or mm -hmm. I can, you know, feel something behind me. So, yeah. Know that that's her. I want to explain the taking of the breath away and why you feel mm -hmm. that way. Because what happens is a lot of times when souls try to enter us or like make their presence known to us, a lot of times it's almost like it's startling and it's very overwhelming to our physical bodies because yes. your mom is literally like, it's not even anxiety, Teresa. Like she even tried anxiety medicine and she still feels that way. 
Yes, that is very true. I, I mean, the doctor said I was having panic attacks and couldn't figure mm-hmm. out what was wrong with me. We all have that bond with our loved ones, but for some mm-hmm. reason, it's almost like, I almost feel like you and your mom, I feel like you guys were like literally like twins here in the physical world, even though she was your mom. But I feel like you come oh, from we the were. same soul. Definitely. And the moment she died, I felt myself leave with her. You felt. I so, did. no, that's why you felt that way and why when she comes to you, that takes your breath away like that. So, know that she says, your soul, a part of you didn't leave with me. She said, you just felt me leave. Yeah. And what I was trying to do was take away the pain. She says, but I realized from the other side that that pain will never go away. When she did pass, it felt like the biggest relief. And as, it sounds awful to say, but that's what it felt like. It was like the greatest feeling in the world. And then, you know, you have those moments, but then there's still that deep, horrible pain. But that's it. Abby, for her to have me say to you, I try to take that pain from you. So it wasn't that Mm -hmm. she was taking a part of your soul. She was taking all of that negativity, all of that, the burdens, the sorrows, whatever it is, that pain of losing your mom, she tried to take with her. And you just validated that, that that's why you felt this relief knowing that her soul was going to be at peace. And what I love is how she immediately started communicating with her personality of her bubbly, strong self and that nonstop talking and the way that she would talk and the way that she would conduct herself, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Your mom goes to me, she goes, I just couldn't wait any longer to do this reading today. She goes, I had to speed things up. I had to speed things up. (laughs) Yeah, that is her. She just said to me, she goes, the anticipation was killing me. I'm like, that's how we're supposed to feel. And I said to her, I go, why are you making me feel the way? She goes, Teresa, because I need my daughter to know that my soul is alive again, knowing that I am full of strength, that I am not frail and weak the way that she remembers me. She says, I want her to know and she says, and my daughter does do a really good job of trying to remember me healthy. It's really hard. It's hard because that's what you remember. But this is what I feel like your whole session is about. Is about knowing because the strength, how you feel your mom's soul. That's how strong she is on the other side. That is nothing like she was here when she left the physical world. No, and she was strong here. She was. So all of her strength was restored when she took all of the pain, all of the negativity with her to the other side. Your mom just validated it with, she showed me that you have a pair of her shoes or there's something about shoes. (laughs) Yeah. She had so many pairs of shoes. Oh my gosh. I, I did. I kept. I kept one pair of shoes because we didn't wear the same size, but there was one pair. Uh, she that just I said to me, none into. of them fit. None of them fit. <laughs> perfect. The pair that I kept, it's not a perfect fit, but 
they're good enough. And I had to keep them. Is your dad still here in the physical world, correct? He is, yes. Okay. Now, has your dad, or was there a discussion about your dad maybe trying to move on? Yes. With someone else? Okay. Yes. Now, when souls bring up things, okay, it means that they support our choices and decisions. Do you understand that? I do. She says, we don't have to like things. She says, but we have to respect the situation. And she made me feel like that your dad is doing the best that he can with what was left. Does that make sense? It does. It does. She says, I know how hard and difficult it might be. She says, but let him be. I've had to do that. Yes. Okay. And look... What I love is what she's doing is she's validating. There's also no right or wrong time. Oh, should I wait three years? Who says? Right. right? We don't know. It's a personal feeling. And no one is going to know what is right for them except themselves. Right. He didn't move on. And he'll never move on. But he did meet someone who had been through a similar situation as him. And... I love her. She is fantastic. And she actually reminds me a little bit of my mom. Your mom made me feel like that they're good for each other. She allows your dad, it's almost like this safe space of being able to remember her in a different way than like with children or family members. She goes, there's even been thought, Teresa, that I placed this woman in my husband's path She said, I will take full credit for that. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, we all believe that because it's just a crazy story of them too. There's so many similarities and they really are such a good, they have such a good friendship and they can talk Mm -hmm. about each other's spouses who have passed and it's great for them. And they have someone to share life with, go to dinner, go to the movies, go to, and she says, I am so proud of that. She says, because it's not going to be the same as with what him and I shared. She says, nothing will ever be able to compare to that. She says, but there's no reason why he should not be able to enjoy life. She keeps showing me this picture And I don't know, I'm going to say there's three people in the picture. So was there a picture of you, your mom, and your dad? Or is is, it when she was sick? Is this one of your favorite pictures? It is. It is, yeah. I have a few. I have a lot of favorite pictures. But yeah. But there's something specific about three people in the picture and specific to the fact of that it's you, your mom, and your dad. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Because I said to her, I go, you know, that was hard for me to tell your daughter, and I, I need you to validate that I interpreted it correctly. And that's what she chose to show me. So know that when you look at the picture, 
you even think of the picture, know that your mom's soul is with you at that exact moment. Your mom just held up a blanket and placed it to the side. So that means several things. Holding up the blanket means that you either have her blanket or there was a special blanket or she knitted or crocheted and placing it to the side indicates that she's not cold anymore. So did she complain about being cold or did you think she was cold prior to the departure? Yes. When she was passing, um, and as you know, towards the end of life, they can struggle with terminal agitation and she did. And I was constantly trying to cover her up and use her blanket. And cause I thought she was cold cause she looked cold and she felt cold, but she did not want her blanket on her. So know that she says, I want to thank you for that. She says, but I'm not cold. So with that being said, Abby, when you think of those incidents, fair enough, she says, I want you to remember this moment of me telling you that I'm not cold anymore and that I'm sorry if I left you with that memory. She goes, I knew that it was time for my soul to leave the physical body. She said, and it's something that I prayed for in the end. She said, but when the time came, she said it was very difficult to leave my daughter. She says, I struggled with, do I want you there? She says, but I knew that you needed to feel me leave. Yeah. I've never had this before. So you're going to have to interpret this. She made me feel like, like that you even prayed to God and said, God, please, I want to be there. I need to be there. Don't let my mom pass without me being there. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't sleep for days. I couldn't, I had to be by her side every second. And then the day she did pass, I was in the other room because I needed two minutes to myself. I just needed two minutes and that's when she passed. So do you love how she validated that things happened the way that they were supposed to? Yeah. And I did. I, I more so I prayed to God that he would please come take her. And I feel bad about it, but I couldn't help myself. I was begging her to go. She, I could not watch her like that anymore. I sat by her side and begged her, please, mom, you have to let go. And that was, that haunts me. So know that she said, I waited for you to leave. Do you understand that? I do. And I love how she explained it before you said it. Right? Yeah. But I am going to say this, though. I feel like her soul did leave when you were there. But when, I guess, her body stopped, if I can use that term, I don't know. I'm sorry for saying it in that way. That was just the physical sense of it. So you were there when the soul left. But you weren't there for the final shutting down of the physical body. No. 
She says, and that I couldn't watch. I didn't want you to watch. I couldn't. So this is very unique, Abby. Fair enough that you did feel your mom's soul leave. I did. The physical body. You felt it. I did. This is what your mom is saying, Abby. You were there for it. The only thing you missed was the physical body stopping. Do you understand that? I do. Yeah. This is a first time that a soul has said it in that way. I'm doing this over 20 years. The first time a soul has said, you didn't miss anything. I didn't want you to witness the shutting down of the physical body. My soul had already left. And she said, and my daughter didn't sleep for three days. Is that correct? That is correct. I had to stay up with her. I could not leave her. I took care of her the entire time. And I wouldn't change it for the world. She says, I knew that you needed to do that. You needed to be able to say, I have not one regret, not even leaving my side at that moment. The only thing you missed was the physical body. That is true. Not my soul. She goes, you know what I miss? I love when she used to rub my legs. Oh my God. <laughs> but was this your mom? She's so funny. Well, literally, all of a sudden, she's like, you know what I really miss? Her rubbing my legs. Oh, she would either ask me to rub her legs or her head or her back. I was like, what am I? Your personal masseuse? My goodness. Hilarious. She goes, but the <laughs> way she would massage my scalp on my head. Yeah. You did that? You like massage like her temples and like her scalp? Yeah, she always had headaches and I would <gasps> massage her head, make her feel better. Yeah. Validating your mom thanking you for the <laughs> way that you cared for her. That you exceeded every and any expectation she ever would have had of you in taking care of her. Yeah. And knowing that you could never disappoint her and that you were there for her every step of the way. Now, is her dad departed? Yes. Are her parents departed? Okay. So know that he was there for her. Do you understand that? I do. So she wasn't alone. Good. So know that all of the souls are together. Your mom just looked at me. She goes, oh, you have to excuse my dad. She goes, he could be a little cranky sometimes. I never got to meet him, and I'm very sad about that. I I heard he was a great guy. He's like, what are we doing here? What do I have to do? What do I have to say again? And your mom's <laughs> like, oh, just ignore him. So, like, she's like, oh. He's like, I'm not cranky. She's like, oh, sometimes he could just be cranky. Yeah, I, I've heard some stories about him. Is your grandmother still here in the physical world? She is. Okay. So know that he handed her red roses. That's my symbol. Red roses is my symbol of love and devotion. You can have your own meaning of red roses Mm -hmm. with your grandparents, but it's always a sign of love and devotion. It can also mean anniversary. So if their anniversary is coming up or just passed and or the anniversary of someone's departure. They separated 
when my mom was a teenager and he died shortly after that. But my grandmother has always felt a love for him and has always worried about him. Always. So then the handing of the red roses is a symbol of love and devotion to her. Yeah. That's awesome. Does your grandmother have rose bushes or a rose bush or did she have red roses for him at the funeral? I'm not sure, but we, we all have the same kind of rose bush in our backyards. All of us do. I'll accept that because he just showed me the rose bush first. I'm like, well, what is that? And then your mom's like, oh my God, he's going to mess this up. Let me help you. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like her. (laughs) So you all have the same type of rose bush. We do. Yes. My family is obsessed with them. Oh, that's even better. So validating that the souls are together and knowing that he was there to greet your mom when her soul left the physical body. Do you connect with trees? I don't know if there was a tree planted in memory of someone, something we thought about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is really funny. Me and me and my mom had jokes about everything and just funny things. So there was a tree in our front yard at her house that we loved. It was our favorite tree. The tree died and my dad had to cut it out. And me and my mom were so mad that we lost that tree. And my mom actually got a necklace with a tree on it because she's just so crazy. And you have that. I do. Yes. I wanted her to validate that I interpreted correctly. And she showed me, she goes, tell her about the tree. Yeah. So validating whoever was lost prior and during that time, know that all of the souls are together on the other side. My dad's father, when he passed away, we planted a tree for him. That just hit me. That's We weirdly have several connections to trees. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what happens. You're not expecting them to bring things up like this, right? No, I, no. So not these are the things of spirit validating that their souls are at peace, that they are all together on the other side, it's almost going to be bittersweet for you, getting married and having all of these milestones. She says, I want you to really be in the moment. She says, I know it's going to be hard that I'm physically not going to be there, but you will continue to feel me, see me, sense me, and know that my soul is with you experiencing all of these amazing milestones. And she says, and never be afraid. You are going to be the most amazing mom. I hope I'm just like her. She goes, oh, and you don't have to name any of the children after me. (laughs) Me and my future father-in-law had a conversation about that because I wanted to use the middle name that my mom and I share and he didn't like that name and we were laughing about it. So, but I felt like I needed to do that. I love how your your mom just like literally had me blurred out. You don't have to name the child after me. (laughs) So know that 
whether you use the name as a middle name, maybe you just use the initial. If you do none of the above, no, Abby, just the thought and wanting to do that means the absolute world to your mom. And it means as if you actually did it and validating her soul present for that conversation. I feel like I try to do everything in my daily life for her. Everything is for her. She says, as you live every day with a smile, you're doing it for me. As long as there's a smile. She says, and the really, really tough days, she says, those are the days that you will feel me the most. That is true. That is very true. She also made me feel like, so do you see things? If you're like, oh my God, there's a butterfly. Oh my God, there's a blue jay. Oh my God, that's a ladybug. I wonder if that's my mom. All the time. We, my grandmother sees red birds. Sometimes mm-hmm. random birds and butterflies will fly in front of me or land on my car. And I'm like, oh, hey, mom. <laughs> yes, I love that. Because this is the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize about signs. Why signs are so random is because spirit comes to us when we're least expecting it. When our minds are at rest, when we're not thinking about it, when we're not trying so hard. And a sign and a symbol is anything that happens that you're like, whoa, you immediately think of your mom. Because there are a lot of things that happen that you don't think of your mom, right? Right. It's the things that go on that you're like, hi, mom. I wonder if that's my mom. Know that that is your mom. And the (laughs) samples are going to constantly change. She goes, especially in the car. She goes, she feels me a lot when she's driving in the car. Me and my mom went everywhere together, everywhere together. And I always have to keep my passenger seat cleared and empty unless somebody's with me because I want to know that she's on the move with me again because we just, we went everywhere together, did everything together. And I have to feel like I still have her going to the mall with me, going shopping. And so, yeah, in the car. Well, know that everything that you do, your mom is going with you. And jokingly, she said, somebody's got to go with her, Teresa. She's not that good of a driver. Yeah, my mom did not like my driving. No, (laughs) not at all. (laughs) When she couldn't drive herself, she quit talking about how bad my driving was. But um, yeah, she she didn't like my driving. But that's okay. I know that sounds, I know, you know, like sometimes I think like someone sits back and they're listening and they're like, why would her mom bring that up? But these are the moments that I'm like, (laughs) That's the most amazing thing because how would I know that, right? right? Like how would I know that your mom criticized your driving or was like, oh, someone's got to ride with her because she's not a great driver. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's been several situations where I have almost gotten into a wreck and something great, like is that those last second crazy mm-hmm. things. And I'm like, thank you, mom, because I know that was her. Well, if there is nothing ever that validates spirit giving us the gift that everything that we're sensing and feeling is them, 
this is the episode because this is exactly what this is about. Sometimes when I start a session, I can feel as if someone has nothing left in them. For you, I just kind of felt like it was almost like, did you ever look at like a mosaic where you could, all the pieces there, but you kind of just see cracks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's how I felt your soul was like. And now it's almost like your mom filled in all of those cracks. It's not going to make the passing of your mom easy, but it sure is going to make it a heck of a lot easier knowing when you're going for your wedding dress, when you're ready to walk down that aisle, when you're ready to give birth to your child, when you hold your child for the first time, know that your mother's soul is right beside you, loving, guiding, and protecting you. I feel that, you know, I have such a great life. I have so many great things happening to me. But at the end of the day, I can't physically share them with my mom. And mm-hmm. that those are the cracks. Those are the cracks. The cracks are still going to be there, but they're going to be filled in. Does that make sense? And it's almost like you're going to sit back and you go, yes, this is sad. My mom physically is not here, but I know that she's experiencing it with me. And I know she's laughing, teasing me, telling me how to drive from the (laughs) other side. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I truly believe that everything that has happened to me, every great thing that's happened to me after she passed, she was the reason Mm -hmm. behind it. Truly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that I love about your experience. You know, every time I channel a soul, it's different for many different reasons. Yours, Abby, is so different. I'm going to also use the term, if you don't mind me saying, mm-hmm. refreshing. Thank you. Because it's almost like from the moment your mom came through, before I even knew that it was your mom, when she was blurting out things during mm-hmm. my speech, right? That was her. Oh, yeah. It's almost like this is her gift to you in saying, your life is just beginning. And I had the pleasure of holding you as you took your first breath. And I will continue to hold you in a different way through every breath that you take. Wow. And hopefully today will make it a little bit easier getting through those milestones. My heart breaks for you, Abby, that you have to continue your life in these milestones without your mom physically here. But she did such an incredible job of giving you this amazing gift of knowing everything that you sense and feel and know and believe in your heart and your soul, knowing that that is her. And then she gave you the gift of knowing that you were there for her. I found it incredibly different on how she chose me to use the words 
And I found it so beautiful that it was like you felt and you took her soul, but it was just the physical body stopping that you missed. Yeah, I did. I felt her. It was amazing. I hope this session brings you the peace and comfort that you need and deserve and will be able to take with you even on your wedding day <laughs> and knowing that she will be walking you down the aisle. Yeah. I can't thank you enough, Teresa. This was amazing. Well, don't thank me. Thank your mom. I'm just the one crazy enough to say everything <laughs> that she wanted me to say. <laughs> I'm Abby, and I'm from Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. My experience with Teresa was honestly exactly how I thought it was going to be. I know my mom has a strong personality, and I was expecting her to come through with that strong personality, and she did. And Teresa gave me such a beautiful message and just validated that everything I see and do in my life, that my mom is always there and she's always behind it. The moments when I knew there was no way anyone could know that was when Teresa talked about how my mom isn't cold anymore and the blanket and how I always would try to wrap her up in a blanket when she was sick and my bad driving. Yeah, I knew my mom would probably bring something like that in there, and she definitely did. The number three, when Teresa asked how I relate to the number three, I didn't really think about it in the moment, but my sister always sees the number three, and my sister tries to relate that to it being my mom. And so I think that was a message for my sister. All these crazy things that I see are my mom. It was really good to hear that she loves her future son-in-law. And I didn't get a chance to say this, but my mom has known his family forever. My mom actually dated my fiance's dad's best friend a while back. Or, I mean, like years ago before she married my dad. But she always talked about my fiance because we went to high school together. So all throughout high school and when I was in college, she would always tell me, you need to talk to that boy. He is so cute. I just wish you would give him the time of day. I wish you would talk to him up until the day she died. Even when I was dating other people, she was so adamant about me talking to my now fiance. And we joked because I said, it took my mom dying for me to meet you again. And so it's funny. It was written in the stars by her. <laughs> There's no way she could have known most of the things that she said to me. There's just no way. Definitely just the part about how she wanted to, sure, she always tried to get me to talk to my fiance for years and how she always wanted me to end up with him. And I just never had any interest in talking to him. Sorry. <laughs> But it was until after she died and we reconnected. And when me and my fiance reconnected and I left our first date, I felt my mom just 
hugged me so tight. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. I'm done. This is it. And so I knew from the beginning. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.